we're learning how to use that great gift of the ability to choose, to choose well, to choose wisely, because our life is built on our choices. And the choice today is when I face an important or significant situation in my life, to choose to listen, to bring my life, myself, my person, my world, my heart to God, and to be still. We're learning from Paul Tournier, his little book, The Meaning of Persons, and I thought this is incredibly helpful and deeply true about the nature of prayer. Part of what Paul Tournier was convinced of is that people pray and God speaks to us far more than we have any idea. He says, we all have a deep hunger desire to be truly known, to come to learn the truth about ourselves and reveal that to another. And yet being known is also our greatest fear. And then he writes this about our relationship with God. He says, when somebody that I'm listening to is in the throes of this struggle, his almost inaudible words broken by long silences, there is taking place within him another inner dialogue. The second dialogue is with God. Even if the person concerned is not a believer and think they're only wrestling with themselves, their whole being resists as we all do. If he speaks, it no longer comes from himself, but from a force more powerful than he, it is God who is at work. There are then two parallel dialogues, two personal contacts, one with another person, the other with God. And because God is always present, because God made everybody, and because God loves each person, God is always there. And that ability to listen to God, to be aware of God, is actually far deeper in people than we have any idea. Even if you believe that you're an atheist, that dynamic is still going true, Tournier writes. And then he says, when God breaks through, sometimes when the word of God strikes a person without warning, even when it's quite sudden, which changes all at once the direction of somebody's life, what happens is we realize God has been speaking to us for a long time, that the dialogue was already going on in the darkness of the unconscious before it broke into the full light of day. We realize then that God is speaking to us all the time, through everything and every person. God speaks through the poets and the musicians, through children and through the aged, through the example of the saints, through anyone he chooses, even the flowers and the beasts in our dreams and our events, and particularly through Jesus. When I am outside in a place like this, I just talked to my wife before talking with all of you, and she said, you must be outside. I hear the birds. God is, God is speaking. He speaks most powerfully through Jesus, through his person, through his life and teachings in the scripture, and that can change our lives. Tournier has a very powerful story about one year he was married early on in their marriage, and he had gone on a New Year's Eve to Great Cathedral Square. It was an old custom from when he was a kid. And he said, when I got back home, I found my wife overwhelmed and transformed. I have suddenly realized for the first time the greatness of God, she told me. As the bells rang out, telling of the inexorable and endless march of time, it had been borne in upon her that God was infinitely greater than she had ever imagined. The voice of God had spoken to her through the voice of the bells, and she had answered. Her answer could be read in her radiant face. It was a reply so clear and true that I, in my turn, was touched by it. The greatest event in life had taken place, the personal encounter of creature and creator. The dialogue between the voice of God, 
so great that it makes itself heard in every earthly sound without any one of them ever sufficing completely to express it. And the voice of the human, so weak that nothing he can say is adequate to the reply. Turnier goes on, we were very weary, my wife and I at the time. For years I had devoted myself energetically to work, including church work. Whereas everyone knows, one's always coming up against problems would seem trivial compared to the task to be accomplished. And now, of a sudden, God was showing us his greatness. We were both already Christians, but ours was not a very personal Christianity. We were so engrossed in his service that we had scarcely any time to listen to him. And then words that were really helpful to me, Turnier talks about how often prayer degenerates into introspection. And that in introspection, I'm just obsessed with, consumed with myself, my inadequacies, my weaknesses, my problems. And it's not dialogue because dialogue means being in the presence of another. And we are always in the presence of God. And God can speak to us through bells, through birds, especially through scripture. And he speaks to us in and through our own thoughts when we submit them to him. And this is why the Bible speaks of not just God, but of the living God, for he is alive and he is not silent. Turnier says, the Bible from beginning to end, I don't know why I never saw this before, is a book of dialogues. From Adam all the way through Revelation, people encountering God and responding to God fallibly, weakly, often mistaken, often inadequate, but it is the living God. And now he's present with you. This last week, I found myself, as sometimes happens for me, just feeling overwhelmed by so many problems I don't know how to solve and tasks that feel incomplete and the weight of wondering what will people think of me depending on how all of this goes. And it felt crushing to me. And it's odd, but sometimes I can go to God in prayer and read scripture and not bring to him what's actually on my heart. And so this week on that morning I did. And the thought, the first thought that came, it sounds very prosaic, was just write it down. And so I just wrote down all the things that I was concerned about that needed to get done. And somehow writing them down took them out of the category of this vague, cloudy, overwhelming thing to just one item at a time for which I could receive manna for today. And then the next thought that came was no condemnation. And I thought of the story of the woman who was caught in adultery in John 8. And Jesus says, where are those who condemned you? Are they gone? Neither do I condemn you. And that thought, I do not condemn you, John. It was so helpful to me. And then the other thought was act. Just start with one item, start with one problem, and ask, is there anything that I could do that would be constructive and do it? And it was so practical and so helpful to me. And how often do I not do that? So right now we're going to pray. And I want to invite you to bring whatever concern you have, whatever is on your heart, whatever is weighing you down, whatever you need wisdom for, to bring it to God and then listen. This is very simple. So you might want to close your eyes right now, unless you are driving the car. Take a deep breath. Now I remember and acknowledge, God, you are here. 
You love me and you do not condemn me. You care about me, just like you do the birds. You are great, greater than the march of time itself. Now take a moment and talk frankly, easily with God about whatever most concerns you. Maybe it's a relationship, a friendship, a marriage or potential marriage, a child. Maybe it's something in your job. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your appearance. Maybe it's about money. Maybe it's about conflict. Maybe it's a broken dream. Maybe it's guilt. Whatever it is, just tell him. And now, take a moment to listen. And there may come a thought or a phrase or an impression or a phrase from scripture or a feeling. God can speak to you in any way he wants. It could be a memory. Just take a moment right now and listen. And now, God, we thank you for your heart for us. And if a thought came where there's some action that you need to take, make a decision now that you'll take it. If it's a call to be made or something to get written or some step to be done or some errand to be run, just make the decision now that you will do it. If God spoke a word of love or comfort or encouragement, be grateful. If nothing in particular came, uh, don't feel guilty. You didn't do something wrong. God didn't something wrong. Often when we're with people, we are simply together with them in silence. That's part of a relationship. We're learning how to listen to God. Experimentally, sometimes we make mistakes one step at a time because we serve the living God. Not just God, but the living God, the speaking God. We're learning to choose well with his help. See you next time. Thanks for joining us here at becomenew.me. You can join the conversation on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. If you'd like to receive the daily emails that go along with each video, let us know at becomenew.me at gmail.com. Or if you want prayer, you can text us at 855-888-0444.